Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. You're on 1FM live and local on this grand final public holiday Friday. How are you going? Hope your week has been good and I hope you're lucky enough to be staying at home today. But there are a lot of us who are soldiering on to work and one of those is Nita Kirby and she joins me now. Good morning, Nita. Good morning, Terry. And you have recently become the District Governor of Rotary for our whole region. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It's an absolute privilege. Is it right that we haven't had a local Rotary Governor since the 1970s? That'd be about right, yes. Wow, and that was, I think, Keppel Turner? Uh, I, think you're, I think you're right. You've done your homework, yes. And he he's um, recently passed on, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah but uh, obviously a very big man in our community mm. in years past. So well done you. So you uh, you. you were um, involved in Tatura Rotary for many years. And I still am. Okay. And I'm still there. And uh, they sponsored me to uh, take on this role. And uh, little did I know that it was going to be such a big role. But it's exciting and a challenge. And I love that sort of thing. And I love challenges. Good on you. So the district, it's a huge area, isn't it? Yes, it is. It ranges from um, the suburbs of Melbourne, Greensboro, uh, Diamond Creek, then across to, say, Sunbury, up through to Kyabram, uh, Daniloquin, across to Albury, Talangata, back down through Mansfield. I think well, I read somewhere. Some. I think I read somewhere. It was sixty-four clubs. Would That's that right, be right, sixty-four clubs. That's huge. So it is. How many members would that be? Oh yeah, good question. <laughs> Over, thousands. I, I, yes. Yep. Many, many thousands. Yep. I've got long COVID, so things like um, numbers and so forth are really um, a bit hard to remember. And that's about Rotary sharing. They shared with me um, long COVID last year in May. So <laughs> Very when I went to a them. function. <laughs> Well, you've got long COVID and you're still like working, you're working as a therapist and yes. you're also, it seems as though every other night you're off to a rotary club to talk to them. Mm, two or three times a week I'm off to. So this week I've been to uh, Nathalia and Yumurka, um, which is a lovely group and that's so how they, they get together and and, uh, and and work together and serve together in their communities. Then I was at um, Southern Mitchell, which is down at Kilmore. And last night I was at Benella. So they were all local ones, local Gee, clubs. I hope you get some petrol vouchers. <laughs> I do. I get a little bit of I get some allowance. Because that's a, that's a really huge area. So you're essentially going in there, introducing yourself yes. and talking about two charities that are very close to your heart. Maybe yes. you'd like to let listeners know about those. I'd love to. Uh, Terry, the, um, the first one is regarding... Um, um, Six years ago, just over six years ago, my daughter, who lives in Shepparton, um, gave birth to twins. And unfortunately, they were born at 26 weeks. They were whisked off to Melbourne. And uh, un- and it was um, a very moving situation when Lee, the oldest, died with, at about 30 hours of age. I was down there with um, Max and uh, in the humidity crib while they were saying goodbye to Lee um, and then uh, Max stayed in the children's hospital for about four months and had a number of quite serious operations and uh, finally came home but then they were whisked down to Melbourne a, a number of times but um, he's a tenacious young man 
very strong and determined young man and now he's uh, six years old, hates going to school but hates going back home again when his mother picks him up. The, at the time there was limited, limited support but Ruth, my daughter, found out about the Life's Little Treasures Foundation and the support that they can give to people. It was limited at the time for Ruth and John, the parents, but now um, through a partners program that we have decided to uh, support that the partners program in the Rotary Club district to support Life's Little Treasures Foundation. And they give support to parents, siblings, uh, the babies, grandparents, and uh, to support them going through these terrible trials that they face. So the clubs are going to be raising money to be able to put into this foundation which gets no government support and but looks after thousands of people now around Australia. I was amazed to read that 45,000 babies are admitted to neonatal intensive and mm. special care units in Australia every year. It's yeah, a lot, isn't it? It is. And when you consider that not only the babies, but it's the families that need support. And just recently, there was a ma uh, father that said that uh, it was the foundation that put him on onto other fa fathers in the same situation. And so he got that support. And uh, um, through getting some money, we were able to um, help give petrol vouchers, find, give out calm cards, give out all sorts of different things. What's a calm card? A calm card. You know when um, uh, you might, um, oh gee, when um, we have uh, cards that we might pull up each day, to be able to help like us. affirmation. Yes, yep. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's that COVID. Um, <laughs> so it's it's that sort of thing to be able to do. And parents give, um, uh, we write down when our child first smiles or first burps or first has a tooth or first walks. Well, in this case, the, they have cards and you write down the first time that the, they might have been held or the first time that they came out of a humidity crib, the first time that they were... Um, picked up by their father. Yeah, They're beautiful. Beautiful moments. And we want to be able to support them. So that's one cause. And you're um, also supporting Say No to... Well, you've got a big, t lovely purple T-shirt on there. Uh, say No to Domestic and Family Violence. That's correct. Now, that's something that's dear to my heart from my work point of view because I work with children that are, and parents and families that have been neglected and um, abused. But this came about from a, um, a district governor in New South Wales, um, Ballina on Richmond, and he's been make, helping to make the community aware of what is going on in the community. And in our in our society, and so it's not just here in Shepparton. It's not just in Ballina in New South Wales. It's all over Australia, and it's all over the world. So when I was at a training session in uh, the US in uh, January, we wore our T-shirts, and uh, people from all over the world said, "Where do we get those T-shirts? What's the aim? What are you trying to do?" And we're trying to make people more aware of what is going on in our society. And in Shepparton, 
I lost a, I lost a young friend earlier in the year due to dom- domestic violence, and I'm now working with the the, the family, and I, I'm very privileged in that respect. But it's 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 harrowing, and it's harrowing to see the number of women that are being killed as a result of domestic violence. And it's not just women. We've got to remember that men are being subjected to um, undue uh, abuse. It's not as much as with with women, but men are being subjected to some terrible so things. So say no to domestic and family violence in all its forms. Yes. So this, the, the first cause that you talked about is probably trying to drive some fundraising to that foundation to support those families. Yes. This is more about awareness, shining the, a light in dark places? That's right. And we want to be respectful and kind to people. And a lot of people just don't realise that this is going on in their communities. So in December, we're going to all over Australia, New Zealand and the Oceanic Islands. That's our, the zone that we belong to. We're going to put this for, cause forward and we're going to have marches and talks and barbecues and different things. Romsey Lansfield, I think, are going to walk up their main street from the creek up the main street and back again with wearing purple and making people aware. Maybe you can come back on the radio a, a bit closer to that and we can uh, remind people about oh, that. Oh, I've got a big smile and I'd be delighted. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Nita. I'll try not not to make it at 7.35am. Oh, that's fine. Oh, no, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine, Terry. Okay, so um, tell me a little bit about your work in Rotary. You're going around to the different clubs. You're mm. talking about these causes and many other things too, I guess. Why did you want to do this job? I was coerced, I think. <laughs> uh, but, I, but I also, as I said, I like a challenge. And I felt that this, this is something I could do. I don't mind speaking. I don't mind getting up in front of people. I don't mind saying, well, this is the shirt that's really good. This is a, the tie that is, um, that's been selected, all the colours selected, because our theme for the year all over the world is creating hope, creating hope in the world. And I, I, I felt that this is something I can do. And, and to go out and meet people, to be able to hear about what they're doing to get rid of polio in this world. This started in Australia, this campaign, 30 years ago. Do you know we only have six people in the world that, are, that have polio That's registered? That's amazing, isn't it? We're just about there. But we're raising millions each year. And Bill Gates is matching that money we're getting rid of we do we have trachoma here in australia which is an eye disease we have it here we're the only western countries that has it well we're fighting to be able to get rid of that there's always more work to be done isn't malaria there? get rid of malaria these are causes that i think that are really really important and me being here in rotary i'm hearing about what people are doing in their communities their small communities and the bigger communities and we We've got a task to do, and and I'm a part of it, a small part, but I think it's exciting. But you're clearly a role model, Nita. I mean, you won't mind me saying I'm sure that Rotary has, I guess, when you think of the stereotypical Rotarian, he's sort of a white 60 or 70-year-old man, mm. and here you are charging in there. Um, I don't know, have there been uh, other female district governors? Yes, there have. Yes, and Pleased we've just had it. Pleased just, to hear it. <laughs> we've, and we've just had a, 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 dist, um, a female um, international 
But uh, all the same, when you joined Tatura Rotary Club, you were like the second woman, weren't That's you? That's right. And yeah. I know um, there are some Rotary Clubs around even this city that don't have many women. That's right. So, because there used to be, was it the inner wheel? There used to be sort of a... Oh, yes, there was that. Then, uh, the female ro- version, which mm. is kind of the watered-down female That's version right. of Rotary. That doesn't <laughs> exist anymore? Um, generally, no. Not here, anyway. No, thank goodness. So, you know, you are obviously, you know, you're changing things, you're challenging things. Oh, would I go so far as to say you're shaking things up? Maybe not. Oh, yes, I am. Okay, you are. Good. <laughs> I, I was hoping I could say that, but I, I am. didn't want to overstep the bounds. That's good. She's shaking things up. Mm. Now, one of the things that we were just talking about off air is the challenge, I think, for all voluntary organisations in getting young people involved. And you would like to see more of that happen. But how do you inspire young people to... Because, I mean, I guess young people, they're busy with families, they're busy with their work, mm. their priorities are not always about sort of maybe thinking about beating polio on the world stage. How do you get young people involved, uh, oh. Nita? Because if you don't, there's no future for, for the organisation, is there? Rotary, like lots of other organisations, are battling to be able to c- continue as service groups. That's an issue that I talk, we talk about every time I go into a different club, is how do we continue... Um, to exist and you're right the the stereotype is there and it's still predominantly men older men and um i think somebody banella said that their average age is 72 well you you start to slow down and you don't want to be manning the football gates and going out walking and planting trees but young people are interested in causes so if you can find a cause that they can participate in short-term cause, short-term project, then they will likely to be able to join. But we also have what's called Rotaract, and we've got a Rotaract group in in Shepparton. You do, and and I've spoken to them. Yes, you have. And they're they're dynamic, and they want to be able to have a cause too. So we've got to be able to try and get them interested, to be able to say to them, we're involved in these... things like polio, trachoma. We're interested in all these things. Can you? What can you do? How can you come in and help on a short-term basis, not meeting on a weekly basis, not we- meeting just for a meal? Yeah, a bit more, as you say, dynamic. Mm. So if, if people would like to get in Rotary, and, and certainly you, you would encourage older people, to, it's not uh, an ageist thing by any means, mm. you'd encourage them to put their hands up as well. Is it, is it the best way to maybe through your social media, Facebook pages, or how do, how do people find out about their local club? There'll be uh, social media is a fantastic one. Good old Facebook and, uh, and LinkedIn and all those things that you can certainly go for them. Just put in Rotary and, but not everybody has the uh, the ability for that. So you contact. Uh, um, there's usually something in town that uh, showing the the Rotary wheel, um, or they can contact me, Nita Kirby, and the, my phone number is readily available. And contact, and I'll put. Doesn't matter where they are. I'll put them onto someone. Now we're running out of time, unfortunately, Nita, and we haven't even had a chance to talk about the interesting job that you do. Um, in particular, you use sand play to help children who have, um, you know, challenges. Perhaps we can get you back another time to talk about yes, that. Yes, I'd be delighted. And um, I'm sure that we'll be touching base with you um, about Rotary as, uh, or how long is your term for? Is it a year? Or? I'm a, it's a year. It's three years of training and a year, and then the, I'm on other... Um, ro- have other roles within Rotary for the, another couple of years. Wow. 
Wow, massive commitment. Well, thanks for all the great work you're doing in our community and uh, let's talk about all of this going forward soon. And thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much, Terry. We've been speaking to Nita Kirby. She is the District Governor for Rotary covering our region. This station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you. Having trouble with your internet? Has the NBN failed you? Are you only able to get the slow satellite NBN with very limited data? Are you not able to get the NBN at all? Starlink is the answer. This is a standalone internet system that I personally use at home and have tested at speeds of over 250 megabytes a second. If you are fed up with slow, unreliable internet, then call us now and book a service call to see if Starlink is right for you. Jason's TV, 0403 688 1FM sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 111. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.